0: There's just so many knobs because it's slow, and I can't take notes.
1: Well, that's not what we touched. This is the pivot. Well, point. I
0: know you're. I know I had it figured out on that one.
1: <laughs> it's not complicated
0: it's for some pivot, of us. Clearly, it's just a pivot. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> uh-huh. Kill me. It's just a pivot. Let's see how many times we can use the word pivot no, in the next not. week.
1: I'm Josh Sigmund.
0: And I'm Bryn Rouse.
1: I'm a mortgage guy with a passion for money, business, and elevating my game. Bryn is my co-host. She's my friend and marketing director for my mortgage team.
0: That's right. I'm a marketing girl, a mama of three, and wife of one. And like Josh, elevating life, business, and relationships, well, it's my jam.
1: This season's topic, elevate your game.
0: What do you want?
1: Do you want to push personal limits, find joy, be more present?
0: Be a better parent, have a sexier marriage, make more money, save more money, start your own business, develop a hobby, or strengthen important relationships?
1: Impact the world, be a better boss, or create a stronger business? Then you are ready to elevate.
0: And this is the place to do it.
1: Are you ready? Sigmund Sense Season 3, Elevate Your Game. All right, girl. Bring us back. What are we doing?
0: Okay. So we just finished up uh, Pivot Part One, um, which we covered uh, attitude and some questions um, or, or statements to, to go through. So I am broken. I hate it. I will fix it. Um, and then going through the steps. Step one, where are you now? Um, and some questions to go along with that. Uh, what's working? What's not working? what needs to be added, what needs to be subtracted, and what needs to be learned. Mm -hmm. Um, And then step two is, what is the current environment that we are working in? And step three is brainstorming, um, how to make the best use of that current environment. Yeah, so um, that leaves us with the remaining four, which is to prioritize, to delegate, how to act on it, and how to take, um, or how to maintain a healthy mindset during all of this. So And that before you do that, you're supposed
1: to like and subscribe and what? share. Done. I mean, like you should check out our shorts, the shorts. Is that what's called shorts?
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know, <laughs> is it?
1: I think so. I think they're called YouTube shorts, is it YouTube shorts?
0: Yeah, they are. Yes, we are uh putting up shorts and the shorts reels. <laughs> And, um, also we have a What's shorts called? channel called short sense, short sense, that's right. which is the best five to eight minutes of every episode. So you no longer have to listen to Josh's long winded over explanation, <laughs> beating or, a dead horse of every topic.
1: And you can mute Bryn whenever you feel like <laughs> it. All right. So let's go back to step four. So we're pivoting because we just want to get a little better, right? Like the ambition do. is to be a little better in whatever we're working on. So. You've, uh, uh, we assume that you've prioritized, you've uh, brainstormed a whole list of things you could do to improve. Um, we were just talking actually about, uh, working out is a great example. So last year, I remember for five months in a row, I was doing four days a week of personal training exercises and my body fat literally never changed, right? And uh, it's, it's not my personal ran. trainer's fault. It turns out that there's extra things that are required, right? Um, whether I was eating uh, too much or too little, drinking too much or too little, drinking water too much or too little, sleeping too much or too little, uh, and then, of course, cardio on top of that, right? And so the idea then was... you know, Do you we, do
0: cardio with your trainers?
1: I do now. Well, I do it beforehand. Now I show up at five to do cardio because what I realized is that in order to be a little bit better, I had to add a little, bit, add a little and bit. And cardio. adding a little bit was four days a week of at least 30 minutes of vigorous exercise and not drinking five days a week during the work week. And, uh, and then eating my body weight and protein where my three changes yeah. and body weight changed or body uh, fat percentage changed. Right. So the idea is you're brainstorming all these things you could do. Like you could have done one of those three things and been a little bit better. Right. I just chose to do all three or four of them. Right. Um, number four though, is maybe you've got a list of two things. Maybe got a list of 30 things that you could do to improve on where are you now? Maybe you said I could add this, that, or the other. I could, uh, I could learn this thing. I could you know, use this, this environmental thing to my advantage. And you got 10, 15 things you could use. Now, step four is you gotta prioritize it, right? Because remember, what's relevant today might not be relevant in 90 days. And so it'd suck if you were going through your list of 10 things and the 10 thing was the most important thing today, and it's not even relevant in 90 days when you get around to it, so you miss the opportunity, right? Like um, the lots I referenced that I bought, or I bought some ranches to turn into lots, uh, that I'm invested in right now, um, timing is very, very important on that risky endeavor. Very right, important. like if the market totally shifts before those lots are gone, I have to expect to send those lots for three to five or seven years. I mean, that's what happened the last time around, mm-hmm. when the market, you know, we go back to 2007 or eight, and the market kind of dipped. It didn't come back to 10 or 11. Um, I don't expect that in real estate. But the point is, is that timing is important. So right. if I had waited till today to say, you know what? I'm finally gonna go get in the lot game. It's definitely late to the party, right? I'm sure a lot of people uh, have been thinking about second homes, they're like, man, I wish I'd bought that second home back in COVID of 2020. And it's, you know, a little late to the party right now in right. some cases, right, depending on the area that you're at. So prioritization is the key. Uh, we've talked about priority pairing in different um, podcasts before. Uh, the very simple thing that I would say for business is to ask yourself two questions. Which of these, if done first, and let's use business first, makes me the most money or saves me the most time. Which of these, if done first, makes me the most or saves me the most time? And that's number one. From a business uh, perspective, that's the right answer, right? Now, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we're trying to take advantage of this temporary market condition. It could be gone in a poof, right? Uh, we want to do that in fewer hours. Uh, we wanna get, you know, get a little more p- uh, balance going. So what could uh, reduce hours if I did this first, right? So what if done first makes me the most money or saves me the most time? And so that's really where the prioritization order should come from. And then regardless if you like it, number one should be number num, no, num- Number one should be number one. Number two should be number two. Number three okay. should be number three. And you work through that in priority order.
0: Yeah. Um, this also starts with due dates a lot. So you're, I, I feel like you're talking... Um, more conceptual type stuff, almost, um, which is totally fine. Um, to take it to a more task related um, prioritization, being very clear about what the due dates are for everything yep. that you've committed to. And this takes practice to get used to, um, both from an employee standpoint and from an employer or manager standpoint. Um, if your boss assigns you something and doesn't give you a due date, be the one to ask. So true when what is your expectation for getting this done Um, and then as a manager leader boss whatever make sure that you start getting in the habit of assigning due dates because it will allow you and or your employees to prioritize better and that is so crucial whenever you know for us list takers like myself that is my lists don't come out of my head in priority order luckily I am a pretty, pretty good prioritizer. Um, so I can look at the list and because I'm also practiced at due dates, then I can get through, okay, this is due like in the morning or in the next two days, Mm -hmm. this must be, this is the priority for now. Um, and the other things can continue to, to go down the list.
1: I love that. So to me, it's utilization of a calendar. Yes. That's really it. Um, and we'll get into the next step here. To, or or to,
0: some organizational piece. Well, yeah, Calendar, yeah, yes. That is a, ideal. Yeah. Calendar is ideal. Um, but I where we get a lot of pushback on calendars is for people that don't, don't have one. appointments. Yep. If they don't have appointments. Um, which is why I think we use ours so well. Is because we actually have appointments. We have to be somewhere. We have to be somewhere. So you have someone that is um, at at their desk all day long and has tasks all day, but not necessarily by appointment. Um, Those are the people that struggle most, in my opinion, that I've seen use the calendar. And the
1: exact same person that should be using calendar because it'll help them get through their day more efficiently. But I
0: think it goes into, um, if you're not meeting someone, then it's, you are less likely to hold yourself accountable to it. So we're talking about time blocking, right? So from nine to 10, I need to um, work on, uh, I need to review analytics for something. Well, if I'm not doing that with somebody else, it is very easy for me to Skip. skip because what I was doing before that runs over or I'm letting it take priority. So I think that, people struggle with calendars when there's not appointments with somebody so that's why I'm saying like I first and foremost I am not saying don't use a calendar I think you need to use a calendar but if you're not having some sort of list or or organizational technique um that works really well and this does not come in the form of post-it notes it does not come in the form of making a list and keeping it in your office while you go out and about throughout the day um this is something that is very actively like with you that you can continue to strategize throughout the day and move things around. Whew, there's my soapbox.
1: I don't disagree with that. Um, So for those of you guys that are somewhere between what Bryn said and where I said it, like here's the truth of the matter. If if you, this is what's crazy to me. If you found something to be so important that you think it's going to make you more money or save more time, and you don't set aside appropriate time to get the job accomplished. So whether you use a calendar or like... I, the only reason I use a personal trainer is because I know I need the accountability. Yeah. I know that if Tony is waiting there at six in the morning, I'm sure. gonna go whether I'm hungover or not. I just do yeah, like, sometimes people look at me really weird. I'll be out with the team party till two in the morning, three in the morning, and I'll go work out at five or six. Um, and it's just because somebody's standing there. So for me, the accountability, um, setting the time and space to like sit down and get it done in completion, right? Like uh, I take off days occasionally uh, especially days uh, following a, a vacation, which sounds weird, but the day I get back, I might get back on a Sunday and take off Monday, because Monday allows me to get everything caught up on yes. and done, and it give me the space. Right.
0: It took me so long to learn that. It's
1: such an important thing when you're when you are worried about being buried when you get back. Oh
0: my gosh! Yeah, <clears> take a six as you day vacation and you just roll. You know, you're you get home at eight o'clock at night and, and try roll to roll it. in at Monday morning, like. You're screwed. That's a, not a fun feeling. But it's
1: a, the prioritization is is do it. Like, well, that's a different number here. But that's you got to create the, create the prior, prioritization order. And then number five, then, uh, is something that's often missed. And people, again, the excuse is going to be, well, I don't have any employees. It's delegate. So delegate. Num- number five is delegate. So um, there are things for sure on your list that you could delegate or ask for somebody's help on. 100%. That is either gifted at it would love to help you as a business partner, as a personal friend, that would be happy to do it for you, and it mm-hmm. takes no extra effort. So I'll just give you an example. I reference in, uh, in the last podcast about, um, that I know the actual inventory of the city of San Antonio every week, right? I, uh, the reason I do is not because, it's something I wanted to know, it's information I wanna know, and uh, you would think, well, Josh just looks up that information every single Monday. And the answer is no. I literally have three realtors that I asked as a, as a professional courtesy if they would just email me the inventory every Monday. Mm-hmm. And usually one or two of them remember. And so I get the inventory. It's a form of delegation. Can They're you email
0: re- that to me, please? Sure. I'll yeah, start pointing it to you. Yeah, it. yeah, absolutely.
1: So the whole idea is is that you know there's a realtor that's going to – that a good realtor would know the inventory anyways for their own business. And I'm just asking just to forward it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like you just asked me, just forward it. So the delegation piece, like sometimes we're like – well, I don't have access to the MLS system to look up the inventory. Well, that's not the point. Ask for somebody's help. Yeah. Um, and you can apply that in all areas. You know, like um, the delegation of, hey, uh, uh, what my my added uh, weight loss is going to be. I'm a walk thirty minutes three times a week. Uh, the delegation can be asking. I know you used to do this for years. Asking your neighbor to go go on yeah. a walk with you, right? Yeah. So you know you can delegate the accountability because you're saying, hey. Uh, would you do me a favor and you know remind me three times a week for the next thirty days to create a habit so that you know we, we can yeah. make sure I follow through on it, right? Whatever it is, is the delegation piece is something that is often missed, and even leaders that have teams or have employees, they hold on to shit, yeah, and they they because they're the damn martyr and no one can do it but me, and they create these things that I'm gonna finally get around all the shit, and none of it gets done because it's stuck on their desk it's meaningless by the time it gets to somebody when they finally give up and realize that they're not going to get it done.
0: Yeah. And here's the, it's so
1: defeating it.
0: it, Well, it's defeating. Um, but it, it, it perpetuates the problem of, uh, being buried. And here's why here's the thought that runs through these people's heads. And I know this to be true because I, I fall into this trap, even though I'm a pretty damn good delegator too. In fact, my family makes fun of me. They're like, you literally delegate every, like the Good. art of delegation. I'm like, hey. And there's
1: lots of books about the art of delegation. Yes, like they're worth reading for They real. are worth so reading. So don't assume because you are a 22 year old kid listening you have no one that works for you or that you work it, for, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't there's, matter, there's it doesn't matter.
0: Um, but the reason a lot of delegation doesn't happen is because you think, well, why would I, it's gonna take me longer to teach this person how to mm-hmm. do it than, than if I just did it myself. Yep. But here's what happens next. That thing sits on your to-do list, but more importantly, it sits on your shoulders, weighing you down Mm -hmm. for days on end until you can finally create the space to get it done. So yes, does it take time to teach somebody? Yes. Is it always the most fun? Absolutely not. However, the the multiplier, is that you teach them once, you never have to teach them again, yep. and that is a permanent delegation, it's delegated silly, task. It
1: can be practiced at a very young age. I was watching my daughter in the end of school, uh, it was some sort of project, what were they studying? Oh, they were, they were reading a book, what book was it? It was a really important book. Um, high school, I'm trying to think, oh, The Odyssey. Mm. The Odyssey, right? So um, there's four girls that got together, and they're all supposed to, was, they had a, up with all sorts of inf- interesting things from this book it's basically a book report turned into a project turned into a speech turned into a poster right and i remember when i was a kid because i was an idiot uh in many ways i still am but i remember that when i would get together with a group the group would kind of get together. We'd, if I was doing the same thing, we'd all probably read together. Right. We'd, all, you know, we'd work on our quadrant of the poster together. Right, you're going to do you this, know, we're, we're, you're yeah, going to do yeah, this well, part. We would, I would do this yes. quarter, you do this quarter. We'd all be in the same room, wasting lots of time. of time. time. What well, I thought it was really smart of my, as, I don't know if it's Aubrey or a friend in the group, I don't know. But there's one girl that was, they broke up the book into parts. And every person had to write their portion of the book in their own space, Super smart. they were all supposed to individually create the stuff for the poster board. Aubrey's really good with graphics and po- and the posters. So they all sent it to her and she put that I together. The poster, yeah. They had somebody else that was like the artist. They had somebody else that was like the speaker, but they basically delegated out all these different things and they got a perfect score and they probably didn't half the time as, as other yes. groups. And it just play, goes back to knowing what you're good at, knowing who's around you that's good at that's something good, else. Right, and, play and, and to their strengths. Play the I mean, strengths and delegate.
0: Yeah, because there's things that you could do in a heartbeat. Like, like this. this is,
1: just tell me what to talk about, I'll be fine.
0: Right, right. I'll let you do your thing. Here's another great example. Like when someone emails me or texts me, hey, can you give me the um, the monthly payment and closing costs for this property? Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how long it would take me to do that? Yeah. I mean, first I'd have to find my Encompass password.
1: Well, first you'd you'd have to go back and take (laughs) remedial math.
0: True. Very true. First I'd have to learn how to operate the calculator, but...
1: (laughs) Change the batteries, last time it was used. Change
0: the batteries, then I'd have to reset my Encompass password, (laughs) and then I'd be locked out. I'd have to contact the administrator. Anyways, um, but Josh is a human calculator. so. Like I can send that to him. Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't feel like you get annoyed by those little texts because it takes 30 seconds. seconds And everybody has their answer. I still get to be the hero because I get to deliver the information back to them. Um, And I think that's an important piece too. Nobody gives a shit where you get the answer.
1: Just have the answer. Don't
0: think that they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't think they do. So yes. Very, very, very big. I see this a lot um in I a lack of delegation on sports teams and and coaching. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Oh, that's so true. Like although football teams are better, they have like eight coaches. Eight
0: coaches. Right. And that's I believe what For it really. what it For takes. Yeah. Like there is
1: offensive line, defensive line, quarterback coach, kicker a, a coach, a special teams coach, <laughs>
0: special teams coach. What else? I don't even know. Um, but being able to it, and I I find this crazy when you have every dad in the stands that's dying to get on the field and help, right? And yet the coach is trying to run practices by himself. With
1: 25 dudes running in circles.
0: Running in circles. And it's like, hey, I bet you there's a dad up there that probably is a pretty good hitter. Like, why would you not say, hey, your job is to be, the you get these guys to hit and come up with your 10 or 15 batting drills that you're going to do every practice.
1: Yep.
0: You seem to be so like true. a good fielder. The you
1: best teams th- I've been on are that where there's like eight baseball, like this for yes. baseball with my son. Yeah like there's they say hey if groups of three or four kids groups. the three kids over here we're going to work in the outfield uh, doing you know yeah, uh, grounders, pop flies, like you know infield grounders the, uh, this group is all pitching this group's all hitting yes and like they're but all the kids are going station to station to station and they're just Stations. freaking on it yes instead and you of get that, you see, look out and you see a line of 15 kids waiting, waiting for, pop, in for, line. for pop fly wondering why they're like not right. paying attention
0: waiting in line waiting in line waiting in line it's just totally inefficient um, so Yes, like truly like the head coach should be all he should be doing is watching his his eight people that have volunteered like send me your like, hey, if you're going to commit to do this, well, I need to see your your drills that you're planning on doing with these with my outfielders or with my pitchers. And like the pitchers, if they're going to pitch, well, for the love of God, they need to be doing pitching drills like a lot like and not to throw their arm, but like strengthening their arm, you know. Something. Um, something. So yeah, Delegate so
1: delegation is so underutilized, underutilized. and it's Utilized. so available. I, I love your example there of the of the um, the teams that are, don't do it. And think about that in an HOA. Yes,
0: you, like
1: the HOA can come together and knock a lot of stuff out. You can ask the neighbors. I guarantee that there's somebody that borders hell at, at home that's willing to help out, like planning the damn garden in the front of, the, of yes. HOA. Yes. But moving on, that was number five. Number six, act. Act is going to be a short one. The reason why I act is going to be a short uh, bullet point here is I, I say this over and over, and I can't ex- express it enough. Uh, I think you Nike can teach says every you can't teach it. You, well, you can't <laughs> teach desire.
0: You missed
1: my joke. I did okay. miss miss the joke. What was the joke? I
0: said I think Nike says it best.
1: Oh yeah, just do it. That's pretty really funny. Uh, this is not a paid for advertisement, Nike. If you'd like to pay us, then we'll advertise <laughs> for you. Absolutely. Otherwise, Reebok, we're open. Um, but uh, the, the action piece, the whole idea of you can teach everything but desire, I say I say a lot, but it also came up in the attitude, right? It's why people don't act as the, the, everyone admits that they're broken, that they could be a little better in some area, or that they have some goal that they're gonna be a little better and they're gonna fix it. They promise, I promise I'll clean my room tomorrow. I promise I'll clean my car tomorrow. I promise I'll go work out tomorrow. I promise I'll stop, stop drinking tomorrow, God, if you just let me live through tonight, I promise, I promise. <laughs> But if you don't hate it so much that you're willing to fix it, yeah. you're just not going to take the action. And so the taking the action is, um, of the seven, it's obviously the most important thing. Like everything it else is. is talking about it. Uh, stop talking, just start doing Yeah, is where the action pops up.
0: And my guess is, um, and I know that when I struggle to take action on anything, it's because I am not breaking it down granularly enough. So I Like
1: the what to do and how to do it.
0: or Or my how to do it is so big. Like I have to make monumental changes or learn something that's going to take a long time. And that, then that just seems like another huge mountain to climb. And it just kind of propels the delay, the start. So, you know, super, super granular action is what you're looking for. Um, So I, of course I'm gonna reference TikTok, but there was this TikTok video that I absolutely loved. And it was about, Um, it was about chores around the house and how long each chore actually takes. Like if you were to time out, like how long does it take to fold that load of laundry? Five minutes. Like the count was five minutes. How long does it take to actually put away the dishes? How long does it take to actually vacuum the living room? Everything that, that you would need to do, but you don't because it seems like a monumental task and it's going to take forever. Um, five minutes To like knock something out and move on with your day that's pretty bite-sized like i can i can get on board with that um but i would think that the act comes from either um not having it in small enough pieces or not knowing where to start or how to do something which then goes to asking or delegating or learning and then the learning piece is also broken down into granular, granular pieces. <laughs> so don't ask somebody to teach you the entire thing. Teach me the one thing, like the first thing. The first thing.
1: Right, the put put my shoes on, that's how you start to run. Right,
0: like just teach me one thing about how to do it. Um, Like intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, how do I do it? Just don't eat- Till noon. Till noon. Or just don't eat for 16 hours straight. Got it.
1: Don't eat it after five.
0: Then from there, it was like, okay, so this sixteen hours things, like, so what what's hap- what happens during feeding hours is what I call them, like, you know, then I can learn that, then I can learn the ne- like the nutritional and, piece, conti- right, and how the nutritional piece. But if I try to learn it all at once, chances are I'm going to be in that delayed phase yeah. for longer because well, I can't start because I don't know what to do during my eating phase, so I'm just gonna not start yet because I don't have all the information, right?
1: I wouldn't have. It's funny how you and I approach the same problem so differently because I I have my own philosophy about why people don't take action. It really boils down to four reasons for me. Um, Fear is obviously the biggest one that sticks out to me of like, uh, both ways, by the way, like fear of failure, but also fear of what's possible because uh, I I find that a lot of people don't feel like they deserve whatever outcome. Hmm. Like There's a lot of self-sabotage that happens, believe it or not. I do um, believe in
0: self sabotage. I It's a. I it's a
1: it, it, there's a, a and feel a failure, F- feel of fear of failure, fear of letting people down, fear, 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 fear is a preventing. Which is
0: so interesting because those things just do not register for fe- me. People
1: don't feel like they deserve it. Like it's.
0: Uh, oh, see, I have no problem telling myself that. Well, that's my I, favorite clothes. I love it. You deserve it. Yeah, but so it, I can also use it for negative too. So I have to be careful. Yeah, about so <laughs> that. I, I
1: think that that's one reason why people don't act. I think another one is people are comfortable. Like genuinely. And I don't know if this is a bad thing, but if, as far as why people don't change, like this is a leveling up kind of conversation. This whole series is right. right. Um, but why, why would you change if you're super happy in in your life, right? If it ain't fixed, um, Wait, right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And, and you know, they talk about unfortunately Unfortunately, United States is a very unhappy, like depressed kind of country uh, compared to there's some poverty stricken places where people are yeah. the happiest, most blissful. Zen-like people in the world that have little to nothing, right? And uh, and so you know, if somebody's super super comfortable, why would they change it? Like um, that's a big piece. Unfortunately, the third one is so often that comfort is actually a way to mislead people for the real issue, which is complacency. Mm-hmm. Um, people are just fucking lazy. Uh, unfortunately, I see more and more and more and more and more and more and more of that. Uh, the complacency piece is just a really ugly way to to recognize that uh, you know what to do, you just don't do it. Uh, because God darn it, it's gonna be hard, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the last one is uh, the belief that you can't actually accomplish the objective. Like hmm. literally, like there's a reason why the glass ceiling thing is a real thing, right? If somebody doesn't believe that they can ever, you know, earn 40,000 bucks then they're going to make less than forty thousand for the rest of their life like if they don't believe in it then why would i even apply for that job why would i even try that sales role why would i if i don't believe in it then why would i do it so um or that i don't have the skill set or you know you can talk yourself in a lot of crazy stuff and all this to be said that it's in your head which is where number seven comes from uh, which is all mindset based but let's finish wrap up number six by literally just saying look This is a pivot conversation, which means you can pivot tomorrow, and you can pivot in a week, and you can pivot. It's just a change of the angle of attack. It doesn't mean that what your dream up, what your best idea in brainstorming was a great idea. It doesn't mean that what you prioritize was correctly prioritized. It means that you can pivot again in a month if it doesn't work, right? But to act and to steer is better than to think and not do. And so number seven is mindset. And so mindset is, uh, you know, how do you keep this grind going which is a healthy grind in my opinion uh, but a, a grind to be a the, that ambition of a little bit better in all areas of your life which if you're still listening to this podcast you desire or you wouldn't be listening right right because this podcast uh is is at least this entire series this year is truly just based on elevating your game and so how do you keep that grind up when you got you're busy when you've got a family when you are uh, not seeing the results instantaneously right. when you were invited out to do something that seems like it's more fun. Uh, how do you keep it up? And so I've got my answers and I'd love for you to interject if, if something jumps out that I don't cover. But my first one is you got to control the controllables. Like I care more about um, making sure that whatever my plan was that I can control. Like if my job is to have 100 conversations a, a week, did I have those 100 conversations or not? If that's what right. i If my... Plan stated that I've got to do four days of cardio and four days of lifting weights. Did I execute or not? The mm-hmm. guy can control the controllable stuff. If I'm not at least doing that, I can't bitch about the plan. Right, it's and just this my is execution yeah, this of is, the plan. that's how I've, right?
0: I've always felt about um, the greatness tracker. Right, like you know, the greatness tracker is an activity form um, that is used for activity sales. activity tracking form. Yeah, for for salespeople, um, typically for salespeople. Um, and there's there are some, in my opinion, some uncontrollables on there, but there are also some very- Which
1: one's uncontrollable? I'm very curious.
0: Uh, well, I'm gonna get there. So focusing on what I can control would be making the calls because that's me in charge of picking up the phone and calling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the next piece is, uh, so example of like an uncontrollable is you had all of your appointments set to fill your week and then some to even account for fallout um, or people rescheduling and they and you and you still fall below that number sucks because now your your greatness tracker isn't full but the activity was was there what I can control like I can't control someone's Ooh, kid getting sick so we could sick. argue about
1: this for hours
0: that which is fine yeah I mean I can't control if someone I can do now I can certainly put things in place that increase my chances of not getting canceled on, for Some sure. more
1: than you're seti- currently setting. That's what I said. And so that there's you've already. No, even if there's so set so many that the so fallout many. would still hit your goals, right? Okay. okay. No, no, cookie pulling though. I love this. Well,
0: I'm saying that it's, you know, doing what you can control because there are gonna be things that happen during the week yeah. that you cannot control. Sure. Well, shit, what if you have to be the one that freaking cancels on someone? Because homeboy at school diabetic kid mm. all of a sudden needs something you know yeah. there's things that that's, a, that's that, a good example that do happen life but, happens but that happens to the person you're gonna meet as well right um, i want to
1: take an asterisk here because it's really important uh this this is why you better be on your damn game when things are going well yes like to waste yes. a day when it, when you're healthy and your kid's healthy yes is a fucking travesty yeah. Because right when you get your best laid plans of, okay, I've sucked ass for three weeks. Now I'm going to do my job. And boom. And then, oh, kid's sick. Right. Like, and that, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that as an example for everyone to listen to. Because that is it, the average event of the average person in all areas of their life. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I skipped uh, church for three months. I'm finally going to go back next week. And then guess and then what And the pastor happened? leaves. And now I don't like the new pastor. <laughs> yeah. Like, or whatever. Like, it's such yeah. a truth. Yeah. So controlling the controllables for me is super important uh, because no one can screw that up at you. And that's why I love good examples would be your morning routine. No one's there to screw it up at you. Like you're either going to get up on time, you're going to work out or read or, you know, do a daily devotional or, you know, meditate or have a great coffee with your spouse or you choose not to. You're choosing to fail, right? So controlling the controllables. Number two would be to give... I thought you were going
0: to argue more about... Oh, I could do it it for hours.
1: We could do a whole podcast about that, by the way about what is a controllable versus what is not. Right?
0: I could I could do and there's so I many asterisks that. we could yeah. put under ways to turn controllable non-controllables in quotations. See, my answer for that basically is input,
1: increase your uh, input and your and you'll get enough of your results.
0: True, as long as you are not letting other high priority items fall to the wayside and going over
1: I love 80 this,
0: hours a week
1: and we're salespeople and our number one priority item is those face to face. Yes,
0: But then there's some people that have bosses that are, you know, have like a lots of priority items that, <laughs> need to but
1: the happen. greatness trackers are a number one priority. Right. So then we should always have the right. four greatness tracker.
0: But wouldn't you rather have like what I'm, all I'm saying is the things that I can control my activity and all the best intentions were there.
1: Intentions. Schminschins.
0: Intentions. Schminschins. My ass. <laughs>
1: All right. So B, give no energy to the things you can't control. So I would say See? this. No no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, control the controllables, which you disagree with, but I they give, get, give give give.
0: F- to be clear, we're going to
1: have to have a pip. To, we're gonna have to have a be personal clear, plan
0: on <laughs> whatever you just said, I do not agree with. I can't even remember, but it was something I'm about me joking. not
1: agreeing. Well, not, if you can't remember, you can't argue. So let's keep going.
0: I know, right? Damn it!
1: <laughs> so give no energy to the things you can't control. So here's what I mean by that. Uh one of my underwriters over here. That it's on the way on the walk in. I got to hug her and um, her brother died in the last 30 days, right? And uh, a lot of people die and it happens all the time. And a lot of kids get sick and it happens all the time. And a lot of people get in car wrecks and they get hurt and it happens all the time. And All the way down to a lot of people get in fights with their spouses, it happens all the time. And whether you make it a big deal or a small deal, it's you making it a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't diminish a death, it doesn't diminish whatever. Um, you know, we're recording this what is it uh, just a few days after the Uvalde incident which everyone yeah. knows about um, and and it's horrible and there's no justification for it right now what I will say is that um, I was talking with Holly one of my great friends and realtors out of Denver uh, this morning on the way in and, and she just buried her mother as well that shit I had two of those conversations today. it blows me away and um, and I told her look here's the deal it's going to be three years Grief takes some time. So you don't have to solve the world and feel better and be normal today, it takes years. Mm-hmm. And the first year is gonna be the year of all the firsts. The first birthday, the first anniversary, the first whatever, that they're not with you. The second year will be uh, anger and you're gonna lash out at people that you love because they're the only targets that you're gonna hit. That was my experience when my father-in-law died. Mm-hmm. And then the third year you'll start to uh, uh, just kind of reminisce and kind of get back to normal a little bit, right? Yeah. That's been my experience with what I've ex- what, what, what I've seen. All that being said, the prescription is get up, pray, work out, go to work. Because yeah. the absence of work getting up, praying, working out, and getting to work is filling your time with more thoughts and the thoughts are negative. Um, and it's less action, it's and it's self perpetuating and it makes it worse, not better. Yeah. So I like, almost like the bumper. Like, pack. I, I, I would I, always, just, I, I would challenge anyone, pads anyone pads that wants to argue with me and say, well, You don't understand. It's like, okay, look what bad comes from you uh, praying every day? Whatever spirituality you are. Sure. What bad comes from that in a, in a, a moment of mourning or sickness? Uh, what badness comes from you uh, being healthier of body and mind? What bad comes from you being productive? Right. And filling your mind with productive thoughts? And the answer is you don't have anything to argue. There's just isn't yeah. so staying stuck in giving energy to things you can't control is not the way out. It's uh, we've, we've got a good close friend of ours. I will say a named who, who was self-destructive in her behavior for years mm-hmm. before she finally got out of it. And I would tell you that if you talk to her today, she probably regrets what she did for the two years. And today she's about the happiest person I've seen because what she's working on herself. Yeah. health, uh, body and mind. And she's she's way more productive today than she's ever been. So don't give energy to things you can't control. Um, yesterday was a training exercise. If it was a business mistake, hopefully there's nothing as bad as an accident or a death or a, or a sickness, right? Um, but, you know, we make mistakes. We get bosses that suck. We, you know, make company changes that we look back and are like, shit, that was a mistake, <laughs> right? Like there's a lot of things that happen. But if it's done, it's done. Don't give any more energy to it. Don't live in the past. Don't li- relive the glory glory years of the high school football team when you were 20 years ago. Yeah,
0: right? um, and the sooner, the sooner you can it. learn that the better. So these this is like for like the young people like in their 20s <laughs> listening to this early, like their whatever age you are, it doesn't it doesn't matter what age you are, um, because this is a this is a hard one. This is a hard one to truly um let it go let it go like it's really hard to do because there's a lot of venting and thinking and overthinking and then rethinking it and then venting to the next person um and here's what happens when there's too much venting be clear I think venting is a very it's there's a healthy version of venting um as long as it can be that And then you move on, and you say, okay, I'm not going to bitch anymore, moving on. Like, I know I've said that to you a million times, Mm -hmm. I know I've put that in text messages. Okay, I'm done being a bitch, like, (laughs) I didn't get that off my chest, back to normal. As long as you can make that transition. As long as
1: the person that's receiving that is capable of receiving it. Yes. And not ruining their day.
0: Not ruining their day, and ending the outing or the conversation on a good note is huge. Um Oh, I lost my train of thought, dang it. But um, being able to, like I always say, I'm not giving any energy to that. Mm-hmm. There is no energy for negative crap. There's no energy, like when someone gets a negative or a, or a not so positive test result. Okay, well, before we know anything, guess what you're not getting?
1: Yeah.
0: Like we're not going to give any energy to your bum pinky because that's just not something like it's a perfectly healthy working pinky and every time until it's not and then we adjust to okay now all of our positive pivot now our positive energy goes towards
1: what's the best solution what's
0: the best solution and i truly believe our mind is the most powerful thing um i've told this story before i think it's worth telling again like i was 23 24 years old and went to my yearly exam they found a lump in my breast i she sent me directly to the imaging center freaked me out so bad very bad communication also um like literally told me go from here to there which is never good um this lump or mass or whatever had probably been there for six months i had no idea guess what I had I mean I literally had so much pain once I knew it was there. Mm. Like my mind convinced me that it was painful mm. the moment I knew it was there. Mm. And so whatever you focus on is going to become reality. It just it yeah. really is. It's just like when you're driving. Once you start looking this way, well, that's where the car goes. <laughs> so, that's so true. So just be really careful. Don't what give you energy th- to things you can't control, yeah, guys. Yeah, you just can't. You just can't.
1: Third step, and there's only five of them. Third step is focus on gratitude. Uh, it, in the, oh, it, it, it's so true. If you if you are in a place of gratitude, you it's impossible to be negative, right? Like it's the whole so glass half full versus half empty. Uh, it is the focusing on what you have, not what you don't have. What's working for you, not what isn't working. You know, salespeople that are listing this, you know, we're the worst. Um, you know, I could close forty you know home loans in a month. And the only one I remember and focus on is the one that didn't go well. Right. Right. The one problem. The one, like, that's the one that's the, the one I focus on. And it's so true. And it's not being grateful for the fact that I had the opportunity to help 40 people get a home. Right. And that shit, uh, you know, most people don't close 40 transactions in a year. For <laughs> real, right? you know? I get a good year this month, right? Right.
0: And you get so conditioned to... Um, or numb to the greatness. Like don't let yourself get numb to the greatness that you're doing. Um, And this is in any area, any any area area.
1: like the, the gratitude and the showing it to the perspective. And you guys all know somebody that lives in that space and some of you guys, uh, you know, um, love. I I think that I'm very attracted to people that are Zen like and grateful and enthusiastic about people. And, um, they're, they're just the happiest people in the They're Smurfs, right? yeah They're the happiest people in the world. And so uh, when you can use those things to your advantage, like the best the, the most recent story that a lot of you guys have already heard is I hurt my back pretty bad back in November and I was laying underneath my table making calls and I remember that Linda pointed this out. Linda uh, Rudd is a, a friend of mine. She happened to come to my office when I was laying on my back and she said, what the hell are you doing here, right? And I said, well, I'm not paralyzed. Like, but the okay. I, I th- think th- this is where. <laughs> well, this this is the truth. Though this like, is where
0: we pivot again. <laughs> well, I think it's I think
1: it just goes back to the mindset piece, right? Like it wasn't that big of a deal for me. Like people have way worse backs than I do, so why am I gonna complain about it? Um, and I think, and you can laugh about it. Not, but I, 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 I go to everything.
0: There is, and there is a point where I always say, "What advice would you give your children?" Because here is what we don't want to happen. <laughs> we need you. And if you F your back anymore because of your (laughs) stubborn, I go to everything attitude, we're all fucked. So it's going to be okay. But there's a point (laughs) where (laughs) determination becomes yeah i get detrimental it. i
1: get it gratitude is just a practice though grat- gratitude grat- you know, you, it's uh, a
0: gratitude. gratitude
1: journals think of you know every time you have a negative thought <laughs> give give right right away three things you're grateful for instead yes. call people that you're grateful for more often and tell them why you're grateful for them you get changing, that practice. i mean
0: literally changing your phrasing from i have to to i get to yep, that's a big one um walker you know and this is stuff that you know as parents, we have a huge responsibility to this, and I want everybody to hear this loud and clear. Um, people are not born to think this way. Yep. And so therefore, if you have kids, you, it's our job to train them. Yep. So literally, we have lots of mindset conversations. My, my kids think I'm crazy all the time. Um, but Walker had his first swim meet this uh, past weekend, and he is five days nine, and they put him in an individual medley. Which, for those that don't anything, don't know anything about swim, it's all four stroke, twenty five meters, all four strokes. Um, it's a really big race for anyone, but for a five day nine year old um, swimming in the nine ten division, right? That's a really big deal. He did fantastic, um, and his whole thing was one first he freaked out and started crying, said I can't do it, I'm not I'm not going to do it, and I talked him talked him off of that ledge. You don't I'm not saying you have to do it, but you have to try. So we're gonna go down to practice today and we're gonna work on it. If you can do it, great. If you need more practice, we'll figure it out from there, but you at least have to try. Um and then he kept saying, I have to do a the IM. I have to do an IM. I said, No, you get to. You get to. Because guess what? The reason you're doing it is because you are one of two nine and ten year olds on the entire swim team. Can. That can. Yep. That's amazing. Like, yep. that's amazing. That's you a get perfect to. example
1: of gratitude, and that's that's one of the things that will help you just kind of carry the distance when you're having rough days of why you go back and go do the work when you don't really have the yes. the, the the want to at the moment. Yep. Um, don't overthink. Do. There's nothing to talk about here at all. Just don't overthink anymore. And so it's easier said than done. If you're a list person that has hundred people things on your lists, you you should have stopped at fifty. Right. Like if there's twenty things on your list you should have stopped at ten. Um, <laughs> Randy always goes, it's just, I'm
0: like, there's so much on my list. He goes, Make the list shorter. That's exactly right. I'm,
1: like, I'm just telling you it's like steer, not don't don't like think about driving. Drive and then steer. Drive and then steer. Steer, steer as you go. It turns out when you're sitting still and you try to turn the wheels, it's very difficult. And like it's for bad real on your tires. I want you th- right. I want you to think about that as a as a as a That's visual. A great if analogy. you're sitting still trying to turn, it's fucking hard. But if you're in in forward momentum yeah. and you steer, it just kind of does itself. It takes care of itself. So uh, don't overthink. Do and then the last one, the last piece is, um, and this is a reminder, because pivoting is not always a good thing. So the last reminder is don't make a permanent decision emotionally. Mm. So you might be frustrated Yay, with yes. the result, and it's it might be because not this not a great idea. It's just not it hasn't taken enough time, right? Uh, so so don't just stop doing something altogether because it's not working, you know, and give up mm-hmm. uh, because you didn't get the result that you wanted fast enough. It just, you know, don't make that permanent decision emotionally and this is why this process of thinking through where you are, how the environment relates to you, thinking through a brainstorming session to make things better, prioritizing, delegating, at taking action, that's why this is a process that has to be yeah. repeated again, 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 because by doing the process, it takes you out of that emotional state. It really does. And it puts you in a place of what's the best uh, best ch- uh, choice from here? Yeah. What's the best thing to do from here? And, um, and when you're really dialed yeah. in, you can
0: feel it. You can feel when you're in the wrong headspace, And so yeah. getting in the practice of saying, okay, not doing that because everything I'm writing down is nothing but bitching and yeah. unproductive. That's right. Shut it down shut yep. it down breathe like come back to it like you got to get yourself to a point and that you know we talk a lot about recovery rate the more you practice that the quicker it becomes That's right it That's exactly really right. does
1: so final favorite quote and i think it relates right now uh especially going back to the ambition the ambition of this entire show for the next couple of weeks and past couple of weeks has been about being a little bit better mm-hmm. right um the favorite quote of the year for me is are you willing to sprint when the distance is unknown Right, so it's the, um, I don't get to pick when the bad day is gonna happen to a family member or friend. Right. So I'm gonna make today fucking great because can I can, can. I'm gonna control my controllables. I'm a sprint, 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 because I know I wanna be a little better. Right. And this doesn't mean that where I'm at is bad, because I'm grateful for what I have and where I'm at. Uh, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be better but and I from, still want to sprint In front of you like distance. super
0: uber successful people like your problems are you should be grateful for yeah,
1: well this is all first all of us is and everyone first, listening is a first problems. world problem right 100 <laughs> um, so that's all uh, I have to say about the subject final thoughts not
0: me I have 10 more bullet points go for it <laughs> just kidding no I love it I think that was great um so to summarize this time we talked about priority um, and how to priority pair and actually get you know things done in the right order, um, the art of delegation, um, how to take action and keeping a healthy mindset, um, to carry the day, to carry the day, and then um, leading every day with gratitude, um, that that literally takes you so much further than you would ever 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 believe so um, and we're oh, grateful
1: that you're listening we are all this grateful time that later. You're listening. So, if it, so if you would like and subscribe we'd certainly appreciate and it
0: tell your friends share it there's a little share button boop share it um and we do mortgages so if you need a mortgage if you need advice about real estate if you're looking at investing anywhere in texas. yeah anywhere in texas um and lots of places all over the united states as well so um if you need any real estate advice mortgage advice um we are the people for you. So contact us. You can find us everywhere. So.
1: Signing off. We'll see you next time on Sigmundsense, guys. Cheers. <laughs> Bye.